0: Oh, it's time for magic. Magic Spoon, specifically. Ooh, you know, adult cereal, I don't want to get into specific brands, but it shreds your gums, and it's supposed to be good for you, but it ain't that fun. I miss the cereal of my youth. I miss having a bowl and watching some cartoon, and now I'm 40, And I like to have a bowl of cereal at night while watching some sort of cartoon. So cereal that's good for you doesn't have to suck. It just needs a little magic. Magic Spoon, that is. Magic Spoon has replicated your favorite childhood cereals to taste good and be good for you. Zero grams of sugar. Over 13 grams of protein, less than 5 grams of net carbs, low-carb, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free, plus it's only 140 calories a serving. Magic, as I said before, over 8 unique flavors. My personal favorite, i you've heard this from me multiple times, but damn, do I love Maple Waffle. Maple Waffle is my favorite i have yet to actually uh have honey nut so that's that that one's next on the list i'm very curious (laughs) i got i need more i think that's a good sign i do enjoy magic spoon um the flavors there the textures there crunchy with a little oat milk for me at night oh man I always eat it as, like, my dessert. I know some people have it pre-workout, post-workout. Some people have it in the morning for breakfast because they have that uh, ingrained in their head. But for me, I'm a fan of it as a a little dessert or, you know, an hour after dinner and you're still watching a movie and you're like, I need a little something. I don't need to have a full blast freaking ice cream i can have just a nice little dose of healthy cereal so head to magicspooncom spoon.com slash ham to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try the magic for yourself be sure to use our promo code ham at checkout to save five dollars off your order and magic spoon is so confident in their product it's backed with a hundred percent happiness guarantee so if you don't like it for any reason they'll refund your money no question to ask remember get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspooncom slash ham and use the code ham to save five dollars off Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, oh boy! Johnny G. John Gabris, standing six foot two, two hundred and ninety-seven pounds. He's been hitting the gym kind of hard. He's down three from the South Shore of Nassau County, Long Island. It's Johnny G. All you gotta do is trust me. Jackson Maine from A Star Is Born. Abortion is health care. I agree. Also joining me in the High Mighty Studios, my nearly silent co-host Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur is a dog, not my brother. Not currently in here. He is napping. Also joining me in the High Mighty Studios from the network drama A Million Little Pieces, legendary stand-up comic, Cameron Esposito. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> I made you call me legendary. You know, it's interesting to hear your height. I didn't
0: disagree, okay? Yeah, 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 thank
1: you. Um, <laughs> it's interesting to hear your height and weight only because I think that when I, oh, first of all, just to say, first thing, I like you, I think you're like so awesome. Number two, I also feel like a weird like clothing slash like gender affinity with you, where like when we're in a backstage zone, I just kind of feel like I don't know. I could talk to this guy. We could probably we have, like, we we have, have similar like vibes, yeah.
0: maybe too. Yeah, like, I like, feel like I just, we're on the I don't same even page. Know
1: I don't even know why I think I. I'm, I'm just like I really I think our friendship like blossomed yeah. from
0: me commenting on Instagram posts of you of yeah. like this is exactly how I dress as well. <laughs> like, yeah, we d- like and you and with a backwards like hat, that. Hawaiian yes. shirt, <laughs> open like open like cleave. Yo, I'm like, holy yeah, shit, exactly. this is exactly how I. Dress. Yeah, and, <laughs> no, we we dress exactly the same, and I think it's drastic of, haircuts, intense I, ex- drastic I, throwback yes. haircuts. I mean, a hundred
1: percent, and I would imagine that to me and This is just me projecting. I'm like, it's because we have the same thing going on on the inside. <laughs> like, I'm like, that's why we have the same thing. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, projecting, but I hear I I'm a giant white screen, so don't worry about it. Please project away. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then I felt like that when I didn't know about the swimming aspect of your life. And then when you posted either you posted a while ago, like some tri- like you were at clearly had been swimming laps, but then recently an ocean swim. And I was like, yes, Cameron, we ha- I am at the Wee Hill Pool. Oh, I don't, don't follow me, creeps. I'm at the Wee <laughs> Wheel Pool, like like three days a week, <laughs> hit my laps. This is so exciting. Uh, it
1: is really exciting.
0: Uh, talk to me about when did you start swimming?
1: Like where, in your life?
0: I, uh, I've i always uh, been a water rat. Like we live by the yep. beach on Long Island. That was like what you did in the summer because you could pay the summer pass, make turkey sandwiches. And my poor parents didn't have to take us anywhere else, but just buy us boogie boards like one summer. And we were happy for eight years, but I start. I joined the swim team in high school. Cause I I w- I became a lifeguard. I was like a pool lifeguard. And yeah. then I got into swimming even more. And I joined the swim team. Cause I wanted to eventually join the beach lifeguard, become a Jones beach lifeguard, the beach where I hung out growing up, but that's like a little more sh- harder test. So I trained and then I, fell in love with swimming i i like lost all my juice in the pool i'm like 25s and 50s only right now but Mm. feels good to be back in there
1: yeah i mean this is yeah i'm a water baby too i like (laughs) took swimming lessons when i was a teeny kid and then even though from chicago we're like well there is the lake which has like a real beach but i we didn't go to that growing up i my family just we had a condo in florida hell yeah um And I don't come from, like, so much money, but I come from a type of Italian background where you go to Florida, like an Italian-American Chicago to Florida pipeline that is very strange and specific. Like, my grandparents went and would go, and so then we went, and we would drive there, you know, because it's not like we had, like, a ton of money for plane tickets. So we would drive from Chicago to Florida and then be there, like, as long as my dad could take off work. Um, which Wait, uh, just, was... just as
0: a heads up, just th- I want to hear more. Yeah. Uh, Joanne Valentino, my mother, uh, <laughs> afraid to fly my entire life, <laughs> drove to Florida from New York for the entire uh breaks fev- entire february break go. every yeah. year same yeah. exact thing we're going exactly. to Saint, my dad saint augustine we're going to hit up fort lauderdale uh coconut beach <laughs> we oh my God. like we just have
1: my dad loves swimming in the gulf talk to my – if you ever when you meet my dad talk to him about the gulf swimming in the you. gulf he's really it's really important to him um but oh, also like that drive i mean one time my whole family had um The stomach flu, and we were supposed to take that drive because it was, like, holiday time. And my parents just said, like, by the time we get down there, maybe the stomach flu will be gone. And they put us in the family station wagon with just bowls. In our laps, and we just fucking barfed our way to Florida and still went on vacation. So,
0: like, anyway, it was
1: it was like nothing could keep us away. We used so to take
0: sp- a we used to drive the minivan and take the middle seat out and just oh lay God. on the floor loose in sleeping bags as my dad drove 75 miles an hour all the way to Florida. On I 95. couldn't relate to this more because my little sister is a lot younger than us. I have a little sister who's like seven years younger. I have a little my brother seven sister, years younger. Yeah.
1: What? My older sister and I are like three years apart, but we were kind of raised almost like twins. Like we we're, it, it was like point counterpoint, like yin-yang, like the opposite people. But my parents kind of viewed us as like a package. So anyway, we would be in the way back of the station wagon, the seat that faces backwards. Jesus. And my parents had no... <laughs> fucking idea what we were doing back there. Like, and we would be there, I mean, for like days and just doing insanity, like, like nude. Like one time my dad got pulled over. Because my dad was always driving. My mom was not driving.
0: My same. My mom didn't drive one minute of, of the 26 hour drive. Absolutely.
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we got pulled over and my dad, like, I just like the moment of like, my I see my dad's eyes in the rearview mirror and he's like, you're nude, you're totally nude. And we're just, my sister and I are back there like kind of old, just like- <laughs> Like a too old you for that. were nude, <laughs> we're totally nude, dad. And he's like, fuck, we're not so close. <laughs> like, as the cops are approaching the car and it's just like, just, anyway. So it was insanity. Um, But I grew up going to Florida and then I was on the swim team when I was a little kid and my sister and I used to ride our bikes every morning in the summer and we go to the swim team. And then I also like- would play a bunch of sports after swimming, like soccer or softball or like whatever else was going on. So I just have always swimming. It was like a baseline thing. Yeah. Um Then when I got to high school, like you, I joined the swim team. I joined actually, cause I was like in love with this girl who was on the swim team, but.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: And I didn't know f- forgive I me for saying her. this. Yeah. Huh. I just, uh, I, <laughs> I, swim, sorry. I didn't know I was in love with her, but I just really want to spend more time with her. and. <laughs> That's what she was doing.
0: I was the only kid like maybe in hi- my high school history to be both an offensive lineman on the football team oh, and a swimmer. Oh, my God. Yeah, fuck yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. All the swim referees called me the linebacker because it's oh, like the same guys at all the meets. So like, here comes the linebacker. Oh, I was, uh, bigger than everyone.
1: That is so... <laughs> That's so wild, also, because, like my my boyfriend in high school was the captain of the football team. so I fucking all my friends were you. Like I that's just why I like have yeah. reference for, I get it now. It's like we I like feel like I've known you in many times in my life. All you, of my guy friends, you have, yeah, yeah, all of my guy friends were you. Um and they were really cool. I really liked them. Um And then, so, yeah, it was like sort of this jo- when I got to college, I almost thought about swimming in college. Because it was like a, it could have walked on situation, but it was, I just felt like it was like the, I don't know how college athletes do it. Actually, that is,
0: it's too much. The NCAA swimmers at my school, because a couple of them happened to be at my college, happened to also yeah. be Jones Beach lifeguards. So they knew me in the summers. And I'd be like, bro, I w- oh, man, I wish I was going to do like a walk on. Totally. To they were like, don't. It like it's ruined my shoulders. I don't know if I'll ever be the same person I ever was. I was like, whoa. whoa okay,
1: OK. yeah, it seems, it seems awful. And just like in terms of time management, I mean, I was I was on I played like club rugby like I played on because I, I wanted please. to be. Please. <laughs> i played four years as the captain my senior year are you serious <laughs> 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 you're kidding so i was a lifeguard i was a pool lifeguard i was a pool lifeguard in yeah in high school that was my summer job. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is so nuts. That's so funny.
0: I played You're club kidding. rugby and yeah. uh, I, I was a
1: flanker because
0: I am little. Uh, I was a flanker when I started. I eventually moved. I was number seven. My life. Oh my and, but then by my senior year, I was an eight man. Then I played men's league in New York City in my early 30s and late 20s too. Oh, did you? Fucking, my, yeah. my
1: wife played like in the in, in the women's rugby league in New York City. Which uh, team? For the Village Lions? Wait,
0: I played for the Village Lions. What? The Are you I swear to fucking God, I played for like fucking three years with the Village Lions. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. All I want to do is get out like
1: the calendar of Katie playing for the Village Lions. Because yeah, yeah. Wait, she- well now next time
0: I'm in the same green room as you guys. Exactly. I'm going to have- be- Rather than talking your ear off about our similarities, I'll yeah. be doing it to your wife. Yes,
1: yeah, that's fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's still
0: friends with people from.
1: Yeah, from those I'm days, I'm still friends with the yeah. guys.
0: That's so fucking fun, I, and mm-hmm. I know a, a handful of the girls too. From the, depending on what era she was.
1: That like. is so funny. <laughs> that well, was my okay. club, bro. That's so fucking <laughs> literally <crazy>. what.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Well, anyway, life how, is wild.
0: How is swimming a part of your life now? Like, so this is what's really cool. A couple years ago,
1: um, I moved, well, actually, this is like pandemic times-ish, early, early pandemic times. I moved to Pasadena, which is where I live now. And um, I had always wanted, since moving to L.A., I'm from fucking Chicago. Like, the idea that there are outdoor pools open year-round here, I was like, that is majestic. Like I have to figure out how to be a part of this, but I think because I was always touring so so much and like, in my mind, I I like swimming is, I like starting in the morning with it. I'll do it at night, but like, I like starting in the morning. It's like really hard to, you know, go swim at six o'clock in the morning when you're like touring all the time, but that changed. And I had, you know, I've like a YMCA that's pretty close to me. And it's the fucking, at the base of the mountains. So you're like in a pool, it's December. There's a mountain right there. It's just madness. So I started swimming again, lap swimming again a couple of years ago. Um, And then like you were saying, I recently have transitioned to, my next thing is I'm curious about open ocean swimming because I've only ever been a lap swimmer because of where I'm from. Yeah, I like would be in the ocean all the time in Florida or I'd be in the Gulf, but- like actual swimming, not just like fucking around and riding waves. I've not really done that in that kind of body of water. And so I, I, so I'm going to wrap up and let you respond to all this, but no, no, no. I I'm, did my I'm,
0: first, I'm like literally in rap. <laughs> like yeah. I'm I did in. my yeah. first two races. <laughs> That's um, fucking crazy
1: in the open ocean. And one of them was in Hawaii, which was so amazing and gnarly like it was beautiful the weather was was warm but not too warm it was beautiful the The water was amazing but the waves are legit for and real what's the, the distance
0: for that for that so race? it was
1: only a mile both of them were only a mile I've done two of them both of them were only a mile only yeah <laughs> pa, pa, Yeah, only. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Hawaii one um, you the course was you swim out straight against the waves almost at your like a like a right angle you're swimming mm-hmm. into the waves and then on it's like a triangle sort of but on the way back you're swimming with the waves and i will just say that both of those things were almost impossible like this is part of why I didn't want to just like go out and try to swim a mile by myself. I want to do these races because I was like, because there be will professionals be there Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> hell yeah. Because I was that's like, just gnarly. Like, it's hard it's to no get no out past joke. the breakers in yeah. like at in Malibu where there's not even a break like there is in parts of Hawaii. It was fucking, it was fucking gnarly,
1: yeah. <laughs> and also the other people swimming are like Hawaiians. So Hawaiians I just felt, and
0: like triathletes and people, people who are like this been is my in 50th that water swim, yeah, <laughs>
1: forever. And I just felt like so proud of myself. I kind of finished the middle of the pack.
0: And I felt like I'm like a hero. (laughs) You are. You are to me. That's fucking rad, dude. I I feel like it was awesome. I want to do that really bad. I've done like ocean swims before, not like uh, a few competitively, not in a long time. I've done some like walk down the beach, swim backs uh, as an adult, but I would like to swim a a mile in the ocean in Hawaii. Sounds fucking awesome.
1: So then after doing that, since I work in Vancouver right now on a show, I went and did one in Vancouver, and Ooh. that one, it was freezing. The water's freezing.
0: Not a fan of wetsuits,
1: but and you had to wear what? It was like right. to to enter the thing you had to wear a wetsuit, which I had never done. I'd never,
0: I'd worn a wetsuit, but I've never like tried to swim in a wetsuit. Um, oh shit! Yeah, you might. Yeah, you might want to like practice that before no, you do it because you'll no, feel man. where it rubs. No weird. man. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, what I did was I said I went and rented a wetsuit the day before, fucking had never done this in my life, <laughs> took a, like, lift there. You know, like, nobody else is, like, taking a cab to this. Like Right, because you're, you know,
0: you're visiting the city. because you're, visiting, you're... Are,
1: like, people who do this every day. Wait, Their I think I saw this thick. on
0: social media. Did yeah. you, you you wore your wetsuit in the lift underneath your clothes? I wore my wetsuit in the lift. How hot was, was that?
1: <laughs> it, was, it
0: was so hot.
1: It was so hard to get on. It's Those impossible. Because, like, the swims, like, the ones for swimming are... They're so tight and so, it's like, it It was so hard to get on that I was like, I can't do this in public. I have to do this myself in a hotel. So yeah, I took my lift in my wetsuit, got there. Everybody is... In this case, everybody was like sixty or seven. They're retirees who go out every morning. They swim. For them, this is warm. I'm, this is
0: September. They're
1: like, we swim in February. We swim when it's raining in February. Oh. This is, it's fucking so fucking cold out there. I, I finished. Canadians uh, are
0: fucking wild in their own.
1: Canadians way, are know? wild. <laughs> yeah. I finished like almost like honestly, almost like I think there. I think there was. I think there were like eight people behind me. Like, I like, I like really, <laughs> I really came no in judgment, at the No judgment, no judgment. And I felt great about it, you know, but, oh my God, those, they kicked my ass. Wait, These now, people kicked I, my ass.
0: Something I want to talk about that another thing we low-key have in common right now, uh, and what what better way to become friends than extreme narcissism. Here's what, we. here's how you're like me, which is what I love about you. Uh, the... I like to do these strange activities. Like I, I'm, I'm like you. I'm like I, I'm. The, I was the only person in a lift. I was the only person that spoke English, and I did this weird event thing because I kind of was into it, and I had to know. I have like that. I don't have that bone that like i i don't have shame or something like I, I don't there's something about me where i'm like or i think our careers kind of set us up for this like walking into so many rooms cold whether it's like performing or auditioning or something where you're like or even like i'm supposed to go to this bar and ask for so and so and it's like you never you there's so many situations in our lives that you're entering going i don't know what i'm who i I'm I know what I have to do at the end which is eight minutes with a microphone but before that I have no fucking and like that feels like hey I know I have to swim in the ocean who knows what else it entails but I know that I can fucking handle it I can keep myself you know what I mean like there's a there's a superpower in that that's how you end up like I take adult martial arts classes in the park with like some of the craziest fucking human beings in LA I
1: number one let's find out how I can join you here because this is something Thing I've been trying to do for years. Seriously. Hell yeah. Um, but you know what I call this is uh I call this quality being a fear facer because I so I'm like married to kind of a normal person. Like she's um I makes
0: one of us. I'm married <laughs> to an absolute freak, but continue.
1: Oh sure, she's an absolute freak. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. Like, no, and she's a, and like a weirdo and like a you know, there's zillion things. But I think what I mean is Um, when I look at some choices that she's made, like she has a, you know, she's a creative job, but it's also like a regular job where she has a boss and she's chosen that previously or, um, you know, like, like there was a, you know, there was a time in my twenties where I was in the circus and my room, my roommate was in the circus with me. And she was a hair hanger, which is a person who hangs from their hair for a living. And then I was sort of dating this clown who was in the circus, who was ending her marriage, which had been an open relationship. And then her wife called me to yell at me. I said, I'm not, I don't want to date this person anymore. I thought this was chill. This was an open relationship. So then that clown starts sleeping with my best friend who had told me <laughs> that she was in love with me while we were on the beach in Provincetown and her breast was out of her bikini when she said this. So she's like, I'm in love with you, but and I didn't feel the same way, but then I also had to tell her that her breast was out, and so it was like this whole thing, and then the clown starts sleeping with her, but the friend doesn't know i had been dating the clown, and I have to say to the friend, you're dating her because I've actually also fucked her. Like, this is so weird. We're best friends. Why didn't she tell you that? She met you at my own show. You know, like, my point is... <laughs> That's like, that's one month. That's a weekend. Like that's, my life is fucking insane all the time. I, for some reason, if I see fire, I run at the fire and I get it all over my body. So
0: I don't know. I'm a bit of a fear facer too. I'm sort of like, oh, I think that might be cool. It doesn't stress me out to try it. Like, I'm not yeah. like I, I'm I, I'm very comfortable looking bad. You know what I mean? I like, I'm OK that. with like someone looking over and going, this clown has no, uh, hey, no not to <laughs> not to different offend kind of clown. <laughs> different kind of clown. <laughs> this clown over here, he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing in this yoga class, uh, Jeet Kundo class, a uh, uh, master's swimming team. I don't give a fuck. I could do uh, and I'm also like pride myself on like learning and improving. So like there's a little bit of like gifted student mentality where I'm like, totally. yeah, let me crack my knuckle. Oh, I'll, 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 I see. And I learn and I get I feel proud of myself for learning and getting better. There, yeah. There's something about starting at zero that I do not mind at all. And oh, I, my God. I, and like, absolutely. And I'm like, it's like empowering almost for me. Cause it's like, I'm terrible at this. I know it. There's no way I can't be. It's okay that I'm terrible at this. And I just walk in and I am not let down by my own abilities.
1: I mean, I think this is an awesome quality. I will say like, for me, what I have to always work on is being comfortable sitting still being comfortable, like with <laughs> intimacy, like looking somebody in the eyes and then I ever see them again, you know, like the things that I work on are sort of the and what i think of as the other side to this coin and like i'm i'm so glad at this point in my life to be the person that could walk into these rooms like you're talking about yeah and i also it's just interesting to like see patterns over a lifetime and then and then realize like i also don't only want to be that way so that's something that i'm working on um and one way that i'm working on that is by like continuing to have this quality and, and like nurture it and love it and then just like name it so that I can also know, like, there's another part of life that you maybe are less familiar with.
0: Right. Like when I
1: look at people who have kids or something like that and I'm like, how did you do it? And they're like, I, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, how did you even, how were you in the same place for that long? Like to have a child, (laughs) like, how did you, what do you mean?
0: Jesus, how long are you guys fucking for? <laughs> <laughs> it takes about under a minute in my uh, in my experience. <laughs> Raising them is the hard part. <laughs> yeah, well I guess back, that's what I'm actually them talking them. about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh no, I i relate i relate i have no desire that's not the kind of fear i want to face (laughs) Mm. i I like facing fears but i also am extremely a creature of comfort and uh path of least resistance guy a little bit too and i would much prefer to have like what i have now is like half of a career but it's only an issue for me and my partner and not a child like I don't want to have to be like okay I guess I have to think about you before I'm too self-centered I don't want to think about someone else be- before me I have a hard enough time doing that with a partner I don't like I, yeah I like and we are equally kind of like whatever it is self involved is not because that's a little more negative than I want but we're both like really have a lot of plans of shit we want to do and a kid mm. does not does not uh preclude a lot of the shit we want to do mm so that yeah. that that's been a fucking freeing ass choice to have made. Oh.
1: Yeah, I love that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it feels cool. That is cool. it was, and it was a long road. We have gone in every direction. We've done like fertility, we've tried ourselves, we've done fertility, we've taken breaks, we got back into it. We've had long, long, yeah, you know, and I'm talking like, wow, at, year-long conversations about mm-hmm. this, and we, and we finally like like t- landed on it, like discovered it together in wow. a way. yeah. It's cool. That's very cool. Yeah, it feels very modern, which is like cool on like which is like it feels I can't believe like cuz we default the default went into trying to have kids we're like all right, well, right now we're 30 something years old it's like we got to and then we try and it, w- it was difficult and we had uh you know a traditional mid-30s uh movie trying to make it happen kind of situation uh, lost pregnancies fertility uh, all all that fucking fun stuff all that uh OBGYN shit, and then like uh, eventually, like we just like we kept having these conversations about our future. That was like a big thing we wanted to do. It was like let's just keep talking about what we want to do in the future. Keep just rattling off stuff we want to do, and we realized like we had we got into like. 200 things and none of them were like go to a kid's football game or something it was always like live in i want to live in barcelona for a month yes (laughs) yes like it was like all our list was just like vision board shit and we were like maybe we're not ready. and then the second we decided not to like the pandemic hit and kind of like helped us like firm up that decision because we were like well now we really could have we have the time to like make this happen but also Seeing how our friends' lives in the pandemic were with kids, like seeing both sides at the same time, like we like short us up, firmed up our decision, which was this intense. Is so
1: interesting. Um, you know, because actually this I can tie this back to what we were just talking about because hell yeah. Um, I have been going on in the last year, like a bit of a journey with fertility stuff for the first time. Because for, you know, it's like it's, you know, I don't have semen in my relationship, which makes it difficult to have a child in terms of there's <laughs> pure, other, bio,
0: pure, like <laughs> just in,
1: just in, in a in a accidental in a two, way, it's not in a <laughs> fucking around in the bedroom kind of way. Um, So that means that there's like plans required, you know, and I think for a long time and those plans can be expensive. They also just have to they just involve planning. And I've just described myself to you. I'm I will go swim. A mile in the ocean in a fucking in a wet brand suit. new wetsuit. <laughs> I mean, I gave myself such. I want. I forgot to say this. I gave myself a giant burn on the back of, of my neck. Of course, you huge, did. Huge, huge, and like disgusting looking. And it looks like I've been like, or it, it's a little healed now. But like, it looked like I'd been like strangled with a rope, but only in the back. And I'm on a TV show. I had to go in and say, "Poor fucking makeup department," because it's always something with me. I was like, I "Had to go in and be like, um, I mean, it, we're going to have to do something about my neck because it, you know, it does look like there was an attempted murder, but it was I chose this, and I'm fine. It was consensual
0: with myself yeah, and wetsuit.
1: <laughs> really not good. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I've been going on this journey, you know, for a long time, it just felt so impossible to even think about it. How could I even plan it? And then like you're talking about, I just became a certain age, actually, when I was turning 40, I was like, oh, wait, am I supposed to, I think I have to do this.
0: (laughs) You're like looking at your to-do list. There's something (laughs) on, oh, right. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So I started exploring this process. And um, some of why I think I also had the confidence to start exploring this process is because Around the same time, like, I started swimming and I started doing other things, taking ballet classes, things that are – um, that for me have felt gendered and that, like, were sometimes traumatizing as a kid. Like, I was a water baby. I love water. Yes, Ruby, I know. Somebody's here to drop <laughs> something off. Um, but, I fe- but I felt a little weird in, like, what my body – looks like in a bathing suit and what people think that it should look like and what things I should hide. I mean, I feel very comfortable in a Speedo, like a weird amount comfortable
0: in a Speedo because of how much time I've spent in work. Okay, I, Thank you. <laughs> same, persons. same fucking here. I, really? And I, yeah, I'm in a Speedo at the beach just now full time. My, my tan lines are magnificent right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My thighs are very tan.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, number one, I love that. And number two, I think like going back and revisiting that as an adult and not feeling like, I know, babe, just, and not feeling like a little kid that was like the wrong thing. I just think I used to feel like I was the wrong thing a lot.
0: Oh, um, I, and man.
1: So I, it was cool. So like it's back, specifically
0: the gendered stuff made you like yeah, so it's like, and now it's you're like like doing ballet
1: suit and ballet and it's like when you're like for instance when i was a little kid in a ballet class it's like you, you either wear the girl uniform which is like pink tights and a pink um
0: tutu and uh ballet.
1: leotard or you wear like black shorts and a white t-shirt that's what the boys would wear and i would be like in the pink tutu and you know or in the pink leotard and and tights just being like this why the f- no, this is wrong. Like, this and, is fucked. And also not
0: necessarily wanting to be in black shorts and a white shirt either, per se. Like yeah, you're just like because like, that's too much of a choice back then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, the cool thing is like now I wear uh black um like yoga pants and like a t-shirt to go work out uh or to go to to go to these belly classes, and like it is sort of a hybrid of the things that I grew up with as being like these diametrically, like I hybrid <laughs> I hybridized it myself. And I even had this experience you when I was in- split the diff. Exactly, <laughs> I even had this experience when I was in Hawaii um, where my wife and I had to stop at Target for something like sunscreen or something like that. We would run out of sunscreen. And there, there was like a sale section where there was an American flag bikini, like string bikini. And- It was like $5 or something like that. And I just turned to Katie and I was like, I think I'm going to try that on. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. And like we went and I tried that on and it like looked actually kind of amazing. And like I wore it to the beach. I like changed in the car and and I wore it to the beach. Um, And like some of this stuff, the fertility stuff and the bathing suit stuff is all tied together for me. What could feel
0: more gendered than uh, like fucking child family planning. There's not a, there's not a more like I've never been in a more gendered situation. And I grew up in like the nineties locker rooms and they were less gendered than (laughs) that. It's just like, everything Uh is like so split. Like, I mean, and to be fair, my experience is, is exclusively heteronormative in the IVF world, but it like everything is like, eh like, Talking to Tiffany and I'm just kind of sitting there like, uh-huh, yeah, and I'll jerk off in the cup when you need me to. Like, it's like such a fucking like, and I can Absolutely. imagine if you're at all like, if you're all touchy about that, that that shit hits you because then it's like, I know yeah. what it, I know how it affected the way my my wife felt as a woman. Like, uh, she felt like less of a woman because she couldn't like, it, like so much of her femininity was tied up in it too. Like, I could only imagine. Like,
1: exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's the weird thing is that. I, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen next, but for where we are in the process, which is like we did an egg retrieval and for, in my body with my body, and so far, it has been the what I've been learning is that I'm like I like am weirdly fertile in a in a in a woman way. Hell and yeah, that is cool. I guess in terms of like. What I'd actually like to happen and goal, but it's also fucked up almost in the exact opposite way that what, what you're talking about with your wife going through, because for me, I kind of see myself in the world as um, like the people that I look at, and I'm like, Prince Bowie. Harry Styles like that's me like that right. even if other people are like I don't think so when I look at you I'm like John that's me like I, like, which is where I started the whole thing with like when you say your height and weight, I'm like oh you're like six two or whatever I'm like five four but when I look at you I'm like we're the same height like it's hey, like we're all the something... same height
0: on zoom baby don't you no, worry but, about like,
1: there's something really like when I see somebody that I feel like an affinity toward in some sort of like we'd wear the same clothes or like there's something about it you know and so sometimes I, I am unaware of my own – like my body and my spirit are not always 100% lined up. Um, right,
0: right. I get and that. And so
1: anyway, it's it's like almost a betrayal the other way where – but but something that I'm so excited to walk through because maybe it isn't a betrayal, but when I first was going – you know, I, I went going to the doctor and I almost wanted them to be like, you can't fucking have a baby. Have you seen you? You're a fucking dude.
0: Like, <laughs> right. hey
1: bro, like, you can't do this. you like
0: low-key like, wanted that because it would ex- be like reassuring yeah. and are like easier, yeah. easier to hear. Yeah. Easier to hear than yeah. for them
1: to be like, oh, um, great news. You're like- above average for your age and just for women in general. And I'm like, what makes you think I'm a woman? I say to the person who's currently inside my vagina. Anyway, it's like just like, you know, it's like so intense. Well, for
0: starters, it's the interior genitals that you have the concave genitals. Complicated okay. shit. It's complicated that's, shit. Yeah. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. That, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's Heck cool. a- Heck of an adventure. Hey, I we still have a zygote on the rocks. <laughs> it feels insane. <laughs> <laughs> paying. Uh, <laughs> oh, paying. Hey, I'll tell you what. Rent in L.A. has gotten expensive, especially if you need a refrigerated drawer to sit in. <laughs> the, Not also, cheap. I mean, I will say
1: the number of... <laughs> like, I don't know what this is like in other cities, but what I know is that in L.A., People have zygotes on ice. That is a thing that many people I know have. People I know who have kids. People I know who've used it. Who've whatever. It just feels like the it's, number of it's friends. It's very I have much I have in that
0: LA, forty something going on.
1: <laughs> so I just want to know, like, how, like, what. Like what's our refrigeration situation versus like everyone else? Like all other states combined, and it's just like a mini fridge from college. But then ours is just like we all got to stay beautiful for the business, babe. And it's it's truly just. I like, can't have
0: a child until I'm done uh, acting, and that'll be when I'm 59. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's fucking crazy. Uh, what that that was a wild experience. Talk about like needing to face fears and walk into a room and uh, doing that alongside someone and both of your like feelings of self-worth are tied up in it. It's like, fuck, I like, I, it was un- unlike any other situation I've ever been in in my life. I could safely say that for, it was as thrilling and exciting a- as it was nerve wracking and horrifying. It was uh, yeah. uh, horrifying is hyperbole. Uh, dis- let whatever upsetting upsetting is probably a better word than hard for us. And that was our specific situation in that uh, we, we, and we were privileged to have like some help from like her old job had insanely good health insurance that like put some money towards fertility treatments and stuff. So, but also all the hormone shit, like, Changed a dynamic in the house for like you know a year. Like it was just like <laughs> things were that things were running a hot. Way of for, saying it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I have no grounds to stand on to hunt bitch about that. Of <laughs> course, I mean? yeah. Like, no, I made hell. the choice with you. I fuck. It's hell. I, yeah. It's
1: also. I mean, it truly is like it's a crazy
0: I, experience.
1: When I was going through the um, egg retrieval, you know, you have to for anybody that's listening that doesn't, you have to like do these injections at a very specific time to yourself in your own home. So there's not like a doctor or nurse around, but um, it has to happen at a specific time, a specific amount.
0: And it's more complicated than it has to be.
1: And it's, and it's very complicated, <laughs> but you do watch a video that makes you a nurse. So you're, you're totally <laughs> qualified to do it. Um, and when I was pretty far into this process, And I like went for a walk or something and I didn't tell my wife that a shipment of like my next shipment of drugs was coming. I just like went for a walk and she was in her office and we missed a delivery for these drugs. And I just want you to know that, look, we don't have a ring camera that faces into our kitchen. And I'm really glad that that's true because... When we missed this shipment and I thought, oh, my God, this entire process has been fucked up. um, I had a. I had a large reaction to that. (laughs) (laughs) It may have involved (laughs) sliding down wall. You know, when somebody's crying in a movie, they slide down a wall. (laughs) Oh,
0: so dramatic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was part of it. There
0: was like that's like bubbles. that's like where you you like unpacked and understood more Italian stereotypes in that moment I, than ever was, before. I mean, you had like know. a black veil, You're rubbing olive oil. The wall.
1: <laughs> Why? Why? You're fully like,
0: moonstruck. It was so exactly
1: exactly it was so over the top, and then the you and then the UPS guy came back which is so which has never happened in the history
0: of UPS like he period like a,
1: he left he left like a thing like see you later but he came back like an hour later but during that hour
0: you were going through it
1: <laughs> i was going through it the amount of hormones it was <laughs> Good luck to uh, my neighbors Yeah. I
0: heard that. Yeah, do not we're we're okay now. You have to like yeah. you have to like overly be ha- you have to be loudly happy like later just yes. so like no one reports yeah. you or carries a certain opinion of you. <laughs> I am Did you know that with HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep? Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Okay, here you go. You can save money with HelloFresh, which is paramount for me it's 25 percent cheaper than takeout and less expensive than grocery shopping too time to cozy up and save some money cooking at home i mean fall is the season to cook at home i don't want to get fully into like cardigan debates but man making a little something for yourself at home in the fall like ooh, feels good pumpkin spice fall inspired items they got brunch kits fall dessert board uh tailgating october fest like anything you need in autumn hello fresh has got you Covered. They have quick and easy meals, uh, vegan recipes. They've got all this stuff. And for me personally, the spicy coconut curry stir fry is vegan. Uh, and I don't normally choose a vegan meal for myself, but I I ain't trying to eat meat in every meal anymore. Damn, that one is delicious. I highly recommend that. Uh, and it wasn't hard for me to make. And I'm a, I'm assuming uh, it came out pretty good. I I liked it. I you know I didn't test it on anyone else, uh, but. I'll find out soon enough. I'll host a Hello fresh uh, giant uh, tasting menu party, and we'll all bring a hello fresh dish like a uh, could be fun. could be a lot of fun the thing I like about it most is that it saves me time. And you've heard me say this millions of times on the pod, but my favorite thing about HelloFresh is once the meals are decided, the decision is made out. You know what I mean? Like you get to choose some cool stuff, but then on Wednesday night when you're, you have like the ingredients you have in the fridge are what you need to make. So there's no decision-making eliminate some food, fricking decisions in life. So go to hellofresh.com slash high 65 and use code, and use code high, high 65 for 65% off plus free shipping. That's hellofresh.com slash high 65 and use code high H I G H 65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Hellofresh.com slash high 65 America's number one meal kit. I am mighty we were talking before we got on uh, hmm. where you said recently you learned something about yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and... This is
1: like me opening a conversation with you. I'm like, Oh my God.
0: Cause, well, cause and you're like, a... we're not recording. I'm like, uh, no, you're like, I- I'm like, don't worry. You keep going. You're like, no roll. I was like, Smash all right. Yeah. fuck fucking it, Let's go. Podcast, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let her rip. I'm opening the rib cage. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I so I,
1: actually for some of these reasons that we've talked about like growing up and i was a kid i felt so fucking weird in my body and i felt like the wrong thing and then also like was terribly bullied for that so it wasn't just like coming yeah. from me it was like right. shit was really rough and, and my while,
0: while we're doing all our crazy connections can relate not in a gendered way but in a fat yeah. little boy way yeah. The, yeah yeah
1: people want to say a lot of stuff about your body when you're a kid and they could just not that would be cool.
0: Yeah, hindsight being twenty twenty, no one yeah. had to say.
1: You we know, don't talk about a kid's body. Just like <laughs> let that go. Are you a doctor? Are we at the doctor's office right now? Are you my doctor specifically? Is there anything we need to discuss? Even if you're my my doctor, do we really need to talk about this? Yeah, anyway. maybe just yeah. wait. Yeah, <laughs> it was so y- there was a lot of body commentary, gender commentary on top of that, um, and then also my household was like pretty stressful growing up because my family is just like. It's just it's just a lot. There's a lot. So I just was like stressed out all the time everywhere as a child. And I developed a skill that is so helpful (laughs) called uh, disassociating where you leave your body uh, because like everything's so stressful. But but did you know you don't even have to be in your body? You can just be like
0: (laughs) poof. Yeah, Bye. you can like ghost ride the whip and let the car crash exactly. itself while you're while you're long gone.
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I learned how to do this as a kid as like a survival skill and um then I will say I use this in stand up. Like it is so helpful to be able to do this because when I'm performing, I like pop out of my body actually like like twice because there's like the me that's doing the hour of stand up. As it's maybe been written or been performed before, then there's like me popped out and watching that person and being like, oh, I wonder if I threw this in here, if that would work. And then there's like the me watching that person, but also looking at the room and just being like, oh, they dropped like ice over there or whatever the fuck you know, not letting so, it
0: affect the, like here in yeah, the ice like, drop, you know, like it, you, a part of you heard that, but you can't. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, yeah. It. Like
1: the person that's performing nothing, none of this stuff is happening. It's just, it's like autopilot. And then, yeah, it's,
0: I mean, that's I wild. think it's
1: also like the, it's almost like playing golden eye, like the specific, um, vantage point that the, like the way that that, that, that game was was set up. Do you remember how that game looked? Yeah, that's what
0: stand up feels like to me. Um, <laughs> that's so interesting. You're watching it like in the third from, person.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, this is like amazing. And you're a little have.
0: Asian person with like a bowler hat on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. just like Goldeneye. And <laughs>
1: just, it's uh I mean I will say the graphics are fine. You know, what I mean? yeah, I, they're not I
0: threw a remote mine at uh the funny bone and we got, got the, the fuck time. out of there. Yeah. <laughs> um slappers only. But,
1: but yeah, so I can like I can do this thing of like telescoping out, but what I have realized is that um it's hard it's so now that I have that skill, awesome, cool, I can use it for stand-up, but I can leave and sometimes it would be a good idea to stay and actually have the conversation that you're in or or engage with whatever your
0: thoughts are. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Or like be a part of the present moment. Um, And and so this is like a new, this is like a
0: new realization for you is that you've been using that as a defense mechanism and it's not, I mean, you know, you've been using it, but then you're realizing like, I, I'm overusing it or I'm wielding it too much.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I didn't, well, I don't think I actually even would have identified that that's what was happening, like that that was the word for it because I'm just like, (laughs) you know, again, it's like, I mean, imagine being my parents. So I was, I was really, really fucking stressed out and getting bullied everywhere and things were like so intense. And when I would come home, sometimes I would do this thing where I'd like disassociate and I would be in my room by myself, and I would just, like, break a bunch of stuff in my room. <laughs> Nobody would ever see it. The door would be closed. They'd just come in, and I would just be surrounded by broken objects. Now, that is a scene from every X-Men movie,
0: where then the person is, then, they're, then the then are like- This is some we need to talk about Cameron. shit.
1: Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. when you're like, wait- my child has wings, like wings that like <laughs> collapse into my child's back and like we need to deal with this and Professor X comes rolling in and is like this is a she's actually you know, quite gifted.
0: You know, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> but no, like my parents I think were just like, huh? You know, it was like the 80s and 90s, they were just like, well, anyway, moving on. So, I'm trying to deal with some of that now because it turns out that like a full stand-up career doesn't actually fix the like Trauma-induced behaviors. I'm so glad that I learned all that stuff, but it's like now I'm just past it. I'm just at a different place, trying to <laughs> trying to do what some other people might have done a long Decades. time ago. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I, I do not disassociate, but I did learn something new about myself, mental health wise. Uh, me. Was Recently, I actually just uh, last week I had a pretty profound breakthrough. My uh, someone I was working with was like, uh, like a, a a therapist was like, "Have you ever uh, spoken positively to yourself about yourself?" And I had a moment where I was like, "Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, no." And she's and she like she's literally as I'm about to go like, well, she's like without like n- no qual like. No qualify. I'm including qualifiers where you like undercut yourself with a joke. Is have you do you? And I was like, I, I don't think so. And she was like, she yeah, was like, I you. if you can't do that internally to yourself, like that that like I'm doing parts work right now, so it's like all this like inner child shit. But it's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. have you like you got? And I I had never noticed. And of course, if anyone in my life, anyone close to me was like, fuck, all I do is negative self-talk. And I would go like, that's a red flag. That's bad for your mental. Like I can see, I can intellectualize that cannot be good to be like, like if not in my, like the thing I kept saying, I'm like, if I can't even be positive inside, how the fuck am I going to be open to anything? Like, and I, and I'm, I am more open to other people and I'm more positive about other people's shit than I am about my own. So it's like. Everything I say, everything good is like, well, you know, and then fucking, of course, you know, well, that's just because I, you know, eh, my trauma is why I'm funny. Like I downplay everything and like minimize everything. And I didn't know that until someone else said that to me. And I, I've been like, it's been on my mind for like 72 hours since they told me I can't stop thinking. And I'd like have spent like two minutes each day for the last three days, just going like think some positive and I, and I, I am having difficulty with the plan to do it. Like sit down and just think positively about yourself for 2 minutes. It immediately feels corny. I immediately start making fun of my and I'm like, "Yo, you need this. Like you know you need this. If you think this is this is not corny. You don't you you're over therapy. You don't think therapy is corny anymore. You're a grown up now. Be grown up about yourself. And like it's I still find it difficult, which is crazy. And cuz one of the things I was talking to my therapist about is like I I I anytime someone even compliments me, I like undercut it or say mm-hmm. something that like, cause I'm uncomfortable with that, mm-hmm. like positivity in some weird, in some weird roundabout way. I, all I wanted yeah. my entire life was attention and care. And now if I get it, I like feel defensive about it. It's just like, Oh
1: my God, I couldn't relate more. I couldn't relate more. I mean, it's so, this is exactly the path uh, that I'm on right now too. I, I, you know, I think, part of it for me is like, I've always been super verbal kid. Like I, you know, I wasn't like a class clown type of person,
0: but you could chat with adults ca- casually, easily. Oh and stuff. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Same. And the only
1: reason I wasn't a class clown type of person is because I wanted to follow the rules a little bit, but I was very like public. like I was very in the vibe like people like i was i was hiding in plain sight like that that to me was like the easiest way to hide so like again if you break the rules maybe somebody's gonna like uh notice Notice you you. yeah yeah. (laughs) but if you're like sort of not breaking the rules but sort of loud or you know like i mean i was always like dress coded constantly or like late but i just mean i wasn't ever like talking back to a teacher because then your parents have to get called in so it would just be like things that were little fuck yous but not like big fuck yous but i was loud and you know giving presentations in class and running for student government and all this stuff and part and I think just just so big and and I've never heard myself talk to myself until recently is I guess what I'm saying like I didn't know how I talked to myself because I didn't even hear it I would just be talking I'm focused on what I'm talking to you about or I'm focused on what other people are saying just big exciting swirling whirlwind life and I don't even know how I speak to myself That's, that's the, that's the recent vibe is like,
0: you're kidding.
1: If I, (laughs) if I quiet down all this stuff, what I'm saying is like, fucking hate you. Fuck you. You're fucking idiot. Like really, really intense shit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's fucking crazy. And, Mm -hmm. and I don't like, and maybe you don't even mean it that like you can intellectualize like I don't mean I'm a fucking idiot I'm just saying like that was a fucking idiot thing to do and even that is just like now you're even like if if your partner or a parent called you a fucking idiot and like you're rationalizing for the abuser in this case and the abuser is you it's so complex you're like defending your own abuse to yourself like a complex yeah Uh, he pushed I I fell down the stairs to yourself like that's fucking crazy
1: yeah it's so intense (laughs) Um and I'm so happy that you're f- having awareness about this. Like that's fu- that's awesome because I it feels I
0: think- really good. It feels good to have yeah. caught that and like be like, "Whoa." I mean, I'm totally 40 like- years in of this negative talk, but I uh, who know like I, that feels like so good to just I, I more often than not I'm just aware of it, like which is at least good. I'll be like oh yeah of course you're gonna go fucking try to go hiking it's like no you're going hiking you like that you're it's not because you're fat and you're not gonna be as good at it as other people like you like hiking just shut up and go dude like now look i'm even saying that the positive stuff negatively yeah i get my tone i can't even get it right i hear you i know and then you say i say like Maybe I can uh be in your brain for, wow, come on, it's Chicago Italians, how we talk. Come on, it's is New York Italians, how we talk. It's like, it's how my whole family talked. We were all pieces of shit to each other all the time. And now I'm affected by it. But why stop? <laughs> you know? And it's like, it's, oh yes. you feel insane. You're like, I can tell that it's not healthy, but I can also blame my upbringing, which I'm clearly been trying to break. And like, oh, it's, there's so many layers. I know. I mean, this is, I
1: think, a revelatory moment for me is I have, I have like a really good friend I I really look up to who's just like a few years older than me, but like, I just really look up to her. And I was, we were sitting at the Rose Bowl of all places, like in the little little grass in front of the Rose Bowl one time. This must have been last year. And I just, I was like, wait a minute. Do you not hate yourself? Because she was talking about something. And the way she was talking about it, I just got this feeling. I got this. I got this notion. I was like, "Do you not hate yourself?" And she was like, "Oh no, I don't hate myself." And I was like, "I didn't realize until that moment
0: that that was an option."
1: That I that number one that that was an option, and that number two, like I maybe haven't spent a ton of time around people
0: for Who whom do- that's true. Yeah, because it's a self-selecting field. The comedy universe. I've been for sure. fucking in
1: our team <laughs> for a
0: while, and uh yeah, you, I mean, you've got the, you know. the the double whammy of I'm I'm saying comedian forget from my own perspective, but forgetting the whole being gay part too. Oh
1: my god! Yeah, uh,
0: that's fucking heavy, dog. That's great. Yeah.
1: And, uh, like, being a stand-up comic that's, I mean, that's, like, queer and then also that started 20 years ago, I just mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People were not initially happy to see me, um, <laughs> <laughs> which it turns out also affected me. At the time, I was like, There's, I don't even care because I'm going to be so good that they'll be sorry. Yeah. You know, just, like, the healthy you know, you know how it's really healthy. I'll when you, just win when you go, the interaction. they'll be sorry. You know how <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> sign of like, except.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 good balance to say uh, they'll be sorry. Uh, do <laughs> do you have waterproof headphones? Or this is such you, a good question. No, are you swimming? No, and so I think I just want to talk about that in relation to what we just talked about. Law, Lo- like swimming, is one of the few times like it's not a chatty sport. It's not something you really do with someone else. I do it without music, without podcasting. And I'm realizing it's like one of the few times I'm just like in, I'm not, I'm just like raw thinking. Like, I I don't know how to explain it otherwise. And I'm like thinking about myself. I'm thinking about the day I'm getting what I consider some fun ideas. Like stuff's coming to me. Like I'm making connect. And I think it's like the quiet of it. And then, we used to joke and call it in high school when we were swimming all the time, We call it black line fever where you're just like, but that sort of sense depth of your own breath, the kind of goggles making it kind of weird to see your ears being kind of clogged and just your own breath slash underwater. There's like a little bit of a sensory deprivation thing that happens too, where you're yes. kind of like, and if you start pushing it and you're just like, Oh, I'm a machine. Like, and then like mm-hmm. your brain's not thinking at all. It's just like mm-hmm. two more strokes to the wall. Like there's something powerful about that, which I don't, I wasn't getting a, a lot previous in my life. Like I always, I, I'm always filling my life with noise. Like have a, oh, I'm going to write. I have like a TV show on my phone out, music on windows open. Like, Oh, I'm like, I should rip the bong real quick. Like I'm doing like 400 things at once. Always
1: God, like me swimming too.
0: just strips all that away. And I'm just like, Oh, I got to just push off the wall again. <laughs> like I'm so
1: all. glad you brought this up. I think cause even running and I, cause I, I also am kind of into running right now. Um, but I never, I always have headphones. I cannot run without headphones because I am not a natural runner and I use it for pacing. Like, so I, if I want to, and I like measure my footfalls and my breathing off of like the beat of what I'm listening to. So if I'm like really wanting to get up the hill or whatever, I, or go fast, I really try to like, I I have a very specific playlist. This is all this is all nerdy fucking shit that I That this is but, and I
0: I dig it. I ran two yeah. half marathons while listening to audiobooks, trained and ran for them while You're listening to books.
1: Kidding me. this is the best news because
0: i had no i had no issue like pace was not a problem for me i was just in pure survival mode and oh my god the the nerd the like the video game nerd or the role-playing game nerd in me was like well now i'm getting in shape and consume like learning and reading books and it was like the perfect to me i was like well now if i i'm gonna go for a six mile run today and i'm gonna get like a hundred pages of a book done it felt like hitting the mental and physical gym at the same
1: time oh my god but it really gonna, causes you, gonna, you to run slow. It really. Are you, causes... you going to do another half marathon ever?
0: No, I think next. Up, I I hated them. Uh, next okay. up for me is the Malibu try. I'm going to do it next year.
1: I wanted to do it this year. So I wanted I. to do but it I, this I, year. I, I was
0: uh, untrained, but I'm, I'm I'm doing it next year. Let's go. Let's go. Let's fucking go. I
1: have a bike. I just that's <laughs> the one that I need to fucking. Yes, this is this is literally why I started doing the open ocean swing is exactly for this because I was like, well, I'm not I'm swimming, but I'm not doing that. Um. Okay. Wow. This is cool. I love that we, <laughs> awesome. Uh, I'll
0: see I'll see you next fall. I'll see yeah, you in, fucking, fuck yeah.
1: in the boo, baby. <laughs> but I want to go back to what you were saying. Sorry. About the I, I, head... I, no, no, no. You're... Yeah. But what you were saying about the headphones is so interesting because yes, it is the only thing that I do where I'm like, there's nothing else going on. And then I would add to that, that I think a reason that I like the sport is that you will die if you, stop doing it now i now i mean of course like probably not like with the amount of time you and i have spent in the water and like lifeguard training we'll probably just like float because right I, like you know <laughs> you're, how to do that yeah but i do think that as a thing to get me out of my head <laughs> the threat of like just you just have you have to move. It's like you kind of have to
0: keep moving. Yeah, it's like
1: being yeah. on a treadmill. Like running right. outside is self propelled, but running on a treadmill is so different. And right. Right. Anyway, if you that's stop on a treadmill,
0: you'll wipe fling out. Fling off if the you, back. Yeah. <laughs> if you stop while sw- trying to start up again in the middle of the lane, or in hmm. a, in an ocean swim after treading water. That's brutal. Getting that momentum back, getting getting totally. horizontal again and trying yeah. to get that, getting parallel again. Oof, that's not easy.
1: Yeah, so I think it's like a nice, I don't know. I, that is something that it puts me very in the moment, which I have a hard time with, as as I was saying. Yeah. I have a hard time with being in the moment. So swimming, threat of impending death by drowning. <laughs> it's helpful to me
0: for Sit. staying in the moment. That's so, that's so cool. That's how I feel in the ocean is like, I feel like... Because I'm, I'm rarely in the moment as well. My issue is I'm constantly like, what's the next thing that I have to do? Because yeah. I have to do 40 things a week because that's A, the only way to survive and B, uh, the only way I have value and C, the only I way I can oh afford to live in the city I want to live in. Like all these. And it's just like, <sighs> so my brain is always like, okay, I'll be like swimming laps sometimes and find myself being like, okay, 2.30 podcast, 2.30. We got to do the podcast at 2.30. And I'm like, get that out of your fucking head. You're going to make it. You're going to be there. You're at the pool from 11 till noon. At 2:30, you'll be there. Like and your brain my brain is still just like and don't forget the next thing you have is 2:30 and then the time from 12 to 2:30 is disappears in my life. Yeah, because I'm just like oh the next oh tomorrow at eleven I have that thing tomorrow at eleven I have that thing and then from five p.m. to eleven a.m. is just like a wash and then I'm like fuck I had time what did I do concerned myself solely with the next thing I didn't live in the moment I but I that this is for a whole this is for uh, next year when we do this episode again but we call it triathlons with Ken yes and we've both done it <laughs>
1: yes um
0: yeah I mean
1: I gotta say like. John, I mean it's really cool. Something I'm really enjoying lately is um like talking to other comedians from this place because I think for a long time I was in relationship with people and like I wasn't where I am today. I didn't right. know myself as well as I do and I was still living in old coping mechanisms and it's really cool to reapproach now with like the difference and just still find out that, like, like, I love how much we have in common. It's, it's fucking crazy. amazing. And I also <laughs> just want to, like, you know, go watch a movie and talk about nothing that matters because it's, like, there is just a reason we all chose this thing. And I, and it is nice. Like, and I'm glad that I don't have to pretend. I think for a while, I, it was, like, we were all younger, we were all pretending there isn't a reason we chose this thing. Like, if that makes sense. Right, like it, yeah. Just people being like, ah, I'd like to, I just do this because I don't care like that, like that. That yeah, I attitude. like sleeping
0: in. Yeah, I hate oh, waking up early. I hate ties. Like, really, yeah. you don't
1: care? Because you're very <laughs> committed to this. Yeah. So it seems almost like you really care. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're, you're, you're one of the most precise writers I've ever <laughs> seen. Like, like I think you care. <laughs> yeah, like
1: you care so much. You care about goofing around. That's okay. So I, that's, that's, I care about it a lot, too. Yeah, I, I just, care about I just goofing it... <laughs> around, too. But it
0: does, it does... But it's okay.
1: <laughs> it does denote a certain, a certain seriousness to your personality.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I don't want to be like that guy... But we all just have our parents like like there's a there's like huh. our generation just has our parents' voices in our heads saying like why aren't you a lawyer or a doctor like if you're like you know like why aren't you something that like was successful from the jump why why my like I I don't have a house like that like is like the biggest like thing to my mom like I, I she's like so in, like low-key embarrassed like when she's always telling me about her other friends kids who buy homes i'm like yeah but the other friends kids travel the country and get wasted with their friend for their job no i do <laughs> so shut the fuck up
1: <laughs> i know i mean for me i think oh my god it's like yeah i can't i'm a i'm a gay stand-up comic i'm a gay stand-up comic that lives i have no kids and i live in los angeles i mean my poor you know not my poor they're it's fucking fine but i will say it's always nice when I'm on, like, network TV or, or like, a movie that they have context for. Like, when I was in, like, Gary Marshall's movie, they could go see it at the movie right. theater with all their friends. When I did they-
0: Impractical Jokers is when my family was like, s- yeah. s- s- nice, Johnny, yeah, see? Now Just you're getting so that stuff everybody can like- <laughs> relax a little <laughs> right. bit.
1: I mean, I, I don't need to take their stuff on anymore, but it is... <laughs> a nice gift when they can relax when I'm just like, it's okay guys.
0: This Look, one's for you. I'm mom. On your TV. <laughs> okay. You can find this easily. It's channel <laughs> seven. Like, like, it's not impossible exactly. to articulate. Exactly. It's like, it's exactly. on seven. Exactly. mom.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking uh, of network TV, uh, Cameron, do you have anything you want to plug before you get out of here?
1: Oh, you know what is my favorite thing right now is just like, what I'm doing on my Instagram. I make these stupid little Instagram videos that I'm I fucking love them. to do. And I think they're really fun. And I think people that like you might like them. They're fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're really fun. You, you have your uh, full like pipeline uh, hair hair going. Yeah, the, I do. Big, the big exactly, like, rockabilly I swirl. I love it <laughs> with your coffee. I love yeah. that. I'm here for this. Yeah, those. absolutely.
1: And I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I'm going to be on your TV doing a bunch of different things. But this is the thing that I feel like
0: and Delightly. you'll probably find out about the TV stuff if they go on your Instagram, also. So it's a it's yeah. a two bang. Get on there, there we go see these see these fun vids that Cam's They're putting cute. out. Yeah. yeah, and then also uh, watch her wherever she turns huh. up. It could be your city. Keep, keep could, your it. It might be your
1: city. I'm gonna be yeah. I'm gonna be in some cities. She could potentially but, be
0: in your city. Keep your eyes peeled.
1: Um, after this, not today. After this, but now we've just established that we are ready to work together on our athletic goals. Let's you and I. do it
0: let's yeah. do it <laughs> I, I, okay. i'll 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 straight up let's go i'll do an ocean swim with you let's go yes let's do a practice one I'm yes in. okay done yeah
1: that's happening that will yeah, definitely happen yeah. okay
0: <laughs> oh that's so awesome. rad uh cool. I, i'm uh you can check out action boys is my other podcast the movie buff live every monday night at 8 pacific 11 eastern and most importantly 101 places to party before you die now out on hbo max it's actually easy to find much like just being on Channel Seven, it's a little easier than being on True TV <laughs> Thursday night at eleven for young people. If you just say I'm on HBO Max, thank you, young people. Bye, shitheads. That was a hit.
1: In a part of the world. Where there are no rules.
0: Holy shit. Holy guys. shit, guys, Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in '92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. You're come calm. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. <laughs> it's I it's got a lot of heart. you mentally irregular. <laughs> now. game in town. You wake up after a few years and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. <laughs> We're going to make a really great deal with this Zeno motors. What? <laughs> I don't hate them, but I've been in a room. <laughs> yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. <laughs> I am Dark. I'm your dad. Action. Boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall.